What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Relax this Sunday with a little moment to yourself and the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. For a lot of people, you know, why are you waiting? You know what you want to do. This is something you want to do. Get off your butt and do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Come on, ask about me. Yo, yo, it's the Side Hustlers Podcast with Carla Marie. Yes, it's another episode of Side Hustlers, and I'm so freaking excited. I know I start all of them like that, but I really get excited every week when I talk to someone new, and this week's episode is geared towards Side Hustlers specifically, and we're going to get to that in a second, but let's talk to Jessica DeBry. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Miss Carla Marie. I'm so excited (laughs) to be here. (laughs) So we are Skyping, and you are, where are you right now? Yeah, I am in the Phoenix, Arizona area. Okay, look at your cute little setup behind you, your bookshelf. I love it. Thank you. Yeah, you know, I always say that this is what I wanted when I was working in a dull gray cubicle. I wanted something bright and pink and gold. So, you know, it's all about making those dreams come true. (laughs) And you you did it. We're going to get to how you did it and what you do and all of that. So Jessica is the owner, creator, the badass behind She Club Monthly, which I was like, oh, cool. It literally says on the box that I have. It's a subscription box for side hustle entrepreneurs, which, oh my God, is the best part about this pod that it ties into the podcast. But I, after reading your, um, your bullets and the info about the whole company, I didn't realize that the she and she club stood for side hustle entrepreneurs because I'm a big dummy and didn't realize that, which is so cool. So you started and we're going to get into what she club monthly is in the subscription box, but what was your nine to five when you thought, you know what? I need to do something else. 
Yeah. So I was working a nine to five in digital marketing, but if we fast forward before that, um, I was a full-time entrepreneur. So I had pursued, I was one of those people that was like, yes, I'm going to pursue entrepreneurship full-time. And I did one of those things where I quit my job without even having a backup plan. I was, I had some success in the beginning, but things started to crumble and I had to go back to work. What was your, the business you were doing on your own at the time before you had to go back to working nine to five? Yeah, that's a great question. So I had started a food blog and I was doing wellness coaching. So I had recently changed my diet. Like at the time I had completely overhauled my diet and I was feeling amazing and I wanted to replicate that for everyone in the world. And I was just filled with passion about it. And so I thought I got to follow this inkling. Um, but you know what things, things change quickly and entrepreneurship is such a roller coaster. And looking back, there are things that we all need to do to set, to set up for sustainability in a business. Um, and I didn't do those things. And I learned very quickly how high the highs are and how the lows, Mm -hmm. how low the lows are. And so I went back to work and I went back to a nine to five job. I was working in digital marketing and I told myself, I said, you know what? I'm never going to be an entrepreneur again. Wow. That phase of my life is over. I don't want to go down that road again because I was so depressed and discouraged with myself. And I, and I hope that some listeners can relate to that feeling of feeling like they're defeated and feeling like there's no light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, kind of like you get your butt kicked sometimes, you know, without actually yeah. getting your butt kicked, but that's what it feels like. Totally, totally. And, you know, it's one thing to, for people to tell you, oh, you know, everyone goes through failures, but when you're in the midst of it, it sucks. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it sucks. So I told myself I didn't want to go through that to, through that again. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to do what I was supposed to do originally, which is climb the corporate ladder. You know, I, I had my bachelor's degree, my MBA. I was all set up to climb the corporate ladder. And so I went back to work. Um, I was working my nine-to-five job, and I realized very quickly, and I mean like within weeks, <laughs> that this was not going to fulfill me the way that in my mind I thought it was going to. <laughs> so did you hate answering to someone else or having, you know, your set routine every day? What was it that you didn't like about being in the corporate world? Yeah. You know, I actually really enjoyed my role and I enjoyed the people I worked around. I think the hardest thing for me was what you just said was putting my time and energy towards someone else's dream. Um, that did not sit well with me. And I felt like after a while knowing what I knew that I had to put my knowledge and my energy into something else. And now, you know, I always say one of my favorite quotes that I always, always share is failure isn't rejection. It's just redirection. Mm -hmm. So I think for anyone that's facing failure, and I know, again, it's cliche to say everyone goes through failure, but anyone that's facing failure, don't look at it like, oh my gosh, you're being rejected from the world. You're just being redirected to another avenue. Exactly. It's funny when you bring up the whole, um, putting in your energy for someone else's goals. It's crazy because it got to a point at Elvis's show where love the man. He is the reason I am in this industry, but I was putting in so much time and my role wasn't changing. And I got to a point where I was like, I, if I'm going to put in this much time, it's got to be for something with my name on it. And that's how it started to, when Anthony and I got our show and we were putting in all this time, these 12 hour days, it was cool to be able to say, Oh, this is for me specifically not for, you know, a corporation or whatever it might be in your case. And it does make such a difference. It really does. So when you said that, I was like, I know exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) It's true. Totally. Totally. And, you know, I think we're in such an amazing digital age where the opportunities that can happen nowadays literally didn't exist 20, 30 years ago. So knowing that you can create a 
I don't want to use the term like a lifestyle dream business because everyone talks about that, but it's true where you can create a business based around something that's totally digital. I mean, that to me was really, really attractive. And I knew I had to follow that inkling, but you're totally right. Having something that you are putting your energy into and it's 100% benefiting you, it's a it's an amazing feeling. <laughs> and you can see, you know, your direct work making a difference, whether it's good or bad. Yo, I'm not putting yes. in the work, I'm not seeing a difference. Or I'm putting in the work and I am seeing a difference. It really does help you stay motivated and, and goal-oriented when it, you see the results. Kind of selfish, but you know what? We all are a little bit and that's totally fine. Um, yes. <laughs> but I didn't even explain exactly what She Club Monthly is other than I said it's a subscription box for side hustle entrepreneurs. So I have one with me that I got a few weeks ago and I was telling you this earlier. I opened it, loved everything in it, and I was like, I can't play with it yet until I take a picture after I talk to her. So I've been torturing myself for weeks. It's been sitting at my desk and it's so freaking cute. So everything in the subscription box is curated in your mind for is it only women or do you you also target men? Yeah, it's, I mean, 95% of our subscribers are women. Okay. <laughs> we do so, have a few men in there. So you but target it's really geared for females. Exactly. So you target females who are side hustling or are, are themselves entrepreneurs or whatever it is. And it's little things that kind of help you keep you motivated, things you can actually use for your job or things that will help you smile. And I've got like things from stickers to pens to a super cute phone charger. There's so many different things in here. And it really did give me that when I opened it, this feeling of, oh, I'm a badass and it's cute stuff. And I'm going to put this at my desk and it's going to motivate you throughout the day. So I guess what originally made you say, I want to do a subscription box and I'm going to put all this stuff in there for side hustlers. So I want to clarify one thing. And Uh-oh. and that is that I did not start She Club Monthly. I mean, I was in very, the very pre-launch stages of She Club Monthly when I was in corporate, but I did not actually launch it into the world until after I left. Okay. so But you so, were, for 15 months, you were working on a business plan that led you to this, correct? Yes. Okay. And I was doing services too. You know, I think one of the great things about my first failure is all all the things I learned about a digital business, um, how to build up an email list, how to build a basic website, things that I could actually start charging for, for services or coaching other smaller entrepreneurs. I, you, once you learn something in a business, whether or not it's going to pan out the first time around, you're still gaining knowledge and you can still use that as leverage in the future. So that's what I was doing for those 15 months. And the reason why I wanted to launch she club monthly so bad is because I knew the huge difference between the employee mindset and the entrepreneur mindset. And it's so hard to get into that business building entrepreneur mindset when you're surrounded by employees 40 hours a week. Yeah, I'm sure. So So when you were doing your digital nine to five on the side, you were coaching people. Yeah, I was coaching. I was consulting. I was doing service-based stuff. Um, I had put on an online summit. I was doing small courses, digital courses, stuff like that. Just little things that I knew were going to get me to the point where I could actually leave my nine to five job again. Oh, and let me put this in, never go back to a nine to five job again. (laughs) I mean, I was never going to go through what I went that first time. Um, which is, I didn't want to get to the point where I left and then I I was forced. I, I just couldn't go through that roller coaster again. So those 15 months that I spent side hustling were purely to put structure in place Wow. and to create something that was going to be sustainable. And I will say, you know, the, the, the subscription box, not only is it great for the subscribers, but from a business standpoint, the recurring revenue model is fantastic. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so, 
Yeah. So for, for any lady bosses or business owners out there setting up something that's going to be recurring in your business, whether it's an online membership site or a subscription box, whatever it can be where you're creating recurring revenue is huge for sustainability. It's true. I mean, the first thing I think of is Beachbody. I, that's an online, I use it every single day, online um, workouts. And on t- attached to that, you get the, uh, I get the monthly shakes and it comes out of my, of my uh, debit account or credit card every single month. And I love it. And I'm not going to turn it off because it really does make a difference. And I feel like when you see that charge every month, I'm like, I got to make sure I get my ass to the gym. And, and it keeps you motivated. You know, you're spending money, you're investing in yourself, but the reoccurring business model, I never thought about it. I guess like that until you really just said it to me and it's genius. Yeah. And you can make anything recurring. I mean, even if you're doing a service instead of, instead of offering a one-off thing, you know, let's just say, uh, let's just say you're a uh, graphic designer instead of just selling a one part package, selling something that's recurring, like, Hey, I'm going to work with you for a three month, six month, 12 month, month retainer, um, setting up something so that you can actually plan ahead and create that structure and that sustainability. I mean, I call it the cycle of starvation (laughs) for entrepreneurs, because it's like, sometimes you'll have really, really high months and you'll be like living large and like, let's go, you know, to the most expensive steakhouse, whatever. And then some months you'll be like, I have $0 in my account. And that cycle of starvation, that feast and famine is so detrimental, not only to your bank account, but also mentally, emotionally. So setting up something that's going to be sustainable is super crucial, whether you're side hustling and want to leave your job or whether you're full-time right now. So when you were doing your 15 months of consulting and coaching, what, can you explain to people what that even means? Your consulting and coaching what specifically? Like, I guess, give us an example of one of your clients, maybe. Yeah. So one of my clients was a local personal trainer and she wanted to set up just the basics of her business. So I helped her with creating just like a three page website. I also coached her on her messaging, her branding, and then setting up a, uh, basically like a landing page so that she could start collecting leads or email addresses so that she could create a newsletter, just the very basics of beginning a business. Um, I think when I, when I went back to corporate and when I started side hustling again, I, that natural, uh, that natural drive within me was sparked that I need to help others that are just starting out because there's so many that don't know how to get over that first hurdle. So that's really what my coaching and consulting kind of worked around. And a lot of it was a word of mouth, but a lot of it was again, using what I already knew and leveraging that, but kind of focusing my efforts towards something that I knew was going to be more long-term and I was going to be able to help a lot more. Are you still coaching and consulting today? I'm no longer consulting. It's just not, I mean, I got a lot on my plate. Yeah, you do. (laughs) uh, I am still coaching, but that's at a super high level. So, um, you know, She Club Monthly is my main business. And then I just have a handful of clients. I'm totally maxed out right now, but I have a handful of clients that I coach and mentor. And I love doing that. I mean, that's something that I never really want to let go. Awesome. um, Just because it is really fulfilling. And I know there's probably coaches that are listening right now and they know how fulfilling it is. Um, And I think what's really great about when you build other things in your business, multiple streams of revenue is it makes you a more attractive coach as well. So I've seen that my coaching side of my business has grown, even though I haven't really put a lot of energy into that, but because she club monthly is growing so much, it's just a natural hand in hand relationship. Yeah, obviously. But what made you think during this time, 
you know, I need to do this subscription box. Like, when did you have this epiphany to create this box? I had started daydreaming about it before I left corporate. I was thinking, what is going to be my next move? And I'll be honest, Carla, like I never got to the point where I was like, yes, I'm ready to leave. Like I was never one of those people that just wanted to take the leap because of my previous experience. And quite honestly, I never reached the point in my business where I was consistently making more money than my employee job. That makes sense. Um, In full transparency, I did have a couple really good months in my business and I had a little bit of savings. Um, But I knew that I would figure it out. So I would sit, I, you know, I was, in corporate still. And I was thinking, what's going to be my next move? I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to do consulting forever. I don't want to be a service-based business forever. I want to be able to leverage, um, my business and I want to create something that I can scale. And it just came to me one day. I mean, I'd like to say that it was like this big, huge thing, but it was just something that I thought I'm going to try this out. And I didn't really know what I was doing. And so I put up like a pre-launch page and I told myself mentally, I said, you know what, I'm going to try this out. If it doesn't work out in six months, I'll abandon it. Okay. And I, I was, I told myself, I'm okay. If it doesn't work out, I kind of separated myself from the outcome. I'm okay. If it quote unquote fails. So, you know, I, I, I left corporate and I launched it and I told myself if it doesn't launch well, then I'll do something else. I'll bump up my consulting and my coaching and yeah. I'll take on more clients. But it took off. I yeah. mean, but Buzzfeed and Mashable have a, one of like two of the many places that have featured you. What was that like when do they reach out to you? How does that even happen? Oh, my gosh. I was so I was like in the best mood ever when this happened, Carlin. It's so funny. So my BuzzFeed feature for She Club Monthly, it was part of one of those roundup lists that they do. Yes. Um, and I didn't find out about it, like uh, about it until it was public. Wow. Okay. And it was such a full circle moment because I was I was on vacation with my family. We were up in Mammoth Mountain in California, and um, we were snowboarding. And I was I was literally on a chairlift, and I checked my email, and I saw <laughs> this thing: "Hey, you're featured on BuzzFeed today." And I got goosebumps, not from the cold, but because it was you know such a full. Because I used to read BuzzFeed all the time. Yeah. Um, and Mashable was the same. It was a it was a list that was put together. It was for a sale that was like based around tax day because no one loves tax day. So what what's the subscription box that you can get to kind of boost your mood type thing? And it's just been incredible to see the growth of something. And I think this is a great testament to the fact, and I want to get this point out here for the listeners, is that you just have to try things out. Like I didn't know what I was doing. No, <laughs> I, I did. I had no clue what I was doing, but to have these features, to have She Club Monthly grow f- over 400% in its first eight months That's and just insane. literally take off <laughs> has been, has been such an amazing journey to be on. And, and also tell us the power of side hustlers. I mean, Absolutely. we've got a lot of powerful side hustlers out there. There are so many. And that's one thing I'm learning from this podcast is almost everyone's got some sort of a side hustle. So you've really tapped into this this whole little group and community of people that are kind of flying under the radar a little bit right now. And you've kind of tapped in and given them something that they need. And And I love what you're doing, but the whole subscription box and when I was doing what trending at Elvis's show, I wanted to be able to do something like this too. A subscription box of all the things that I talk about every month and you can get everything that's in the, you know, that I mentioned on air. And it was at the time, same idea, a dream and something I can never even think of or how to even start. So I guess, where do you start with this business model? Like, I mean, even the box, how do you know what size box to order and where do you order that? How does all of that work? (laughs) Yeah. So gosh, thank goodness for Google. Right. So, um, the thing is, 
I think what's really important, especially with any new business, but really specifically for a product-based business is just tackling one thing at a time. Okay. So I did a lot of R&D and that was something that I, you know, I used my, uh, my corporate money when I was still in corporate world. When I was thinking about it, I was thinking, is this something I want to do? So then I started subscribing to other subscription boxes, maybe ones that aren't even in this niche, but you know, like Birchbox, stuff like that yeah. to see how they do it. I mean, those are super big time, you know, comparatively, but, um, see how they do it. And then just thinking, okay, how can I fund this? Because the thing with a subscription box is you really only have to fund the first box. You're not coming out of pocket to try and fund like hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of orders. You're only funding your first box. And then every box thereafter is funded by your re your recurring subscribers. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and I hate to throw in a plug, but I also have a free webinar called subscription box boss that also teaches all the basics of starting a subscription box. So I'm signing up. <laughs> um, I'll send you the link. <laughs> it's free. And if anyone wants to listen to it, I share the basics of how to do this. But yeah, it's, here's the thing with anything, it's going to seem overwhelming in the beginning. So you just have to take one step at a time. So everything that you talked about with the boxes, it was like, okay, what am I going to do today? I'm going to figure out the box size. Okay. What am I going to figure out tomorrow? Tissue paper or crinkle, right? Like little things. Like <laughs> you that. went crinkle. I, I have it right here. Yeah, you went crinkle. I'm switching to, uh, to tissue. So okay. I don't know. I don't know. I've got a love hate with both. <laughs> I, what is your, so with crinkle, obviously it, it can get everywhere. What is the love hate with just going tissue? <laughs> so crinkle anyone that has a product-based business like on Etsy or something and uses crinkle it they know it's easy like you just put everything in the box you put enough crinkle in to make sure it's packed down it's almost like packing paper but a mm -hmm. prettier packing paper um so I love that it's easy I hate that it gets everywhere I mean I hate that it gets everywhere and I'm the owner of the business <laughs> um it gets everywhere in my office so um yeah so and then with tissue it looks nicer but sometimes things can move around. Okay. And then also with tissue is it just takes a little bit longer, especially if you do like a sticker on the top that yep. folds everything together. So you asking know, the hard hitting questions today, by the way, crinkle <laughs> first tissue paper, but yeah. it's true. It is the little things that matter when you are doing your own business. You want to, you know, really think about every little thing that you do because it's got your name on it at the end of the day. But that was, uh, you kind of led to the fact that You've got this all in your office. Do you actually box all of these on your own and ship them out? Yes. So, oh, my God. Girl, I wish I could turn this camera around that you and I are doing this call on and show you my office. It's a it is crazy right now. So as we're talking, as we're recording this right now, I'm in the very beginning stages of moving to a fulfillment warehouse Cool. where they will do everything on your own. It's completely hands off. That is my 100% goal, but I'll be honest. It's not as difficult to pack and ship yourself as people think it is. It is very scalable. It's not like it's, it's not a one-off. As soon as I get an order, I'm only packing and shipping one time a month. Okay. So, and people always ask me, oh my gosh, how long does it take you? <laughs> and it usually takes about three days total. So three out of the, you know, 31 days in a makes month. Makes sense. Yeah. And it's, it's all batching. It's, you know, putting all the boxes out and putting all the items in and then sealing everything together. So, you know, like I mentioned, I had no idea this was going to grow as fast as it did. And I think that's, what's great is knowing that you can change things as you go. And it is a business that you can do all your own if you want to, or you could also start with the fulfillment warehouse. I think the only drawback, if you do start with the fulfillment warehouse is you don't 
have full control over what those look like when they go out. So I know what I want them to look like now. So now I can teach my warehouse how it's going to look, right? Yeah, it's smart. And I think in the beginning, you really, you want to have your hands in it. You want to get your hands as dirty as possible. The guys from the Roosevelt's, my friends, John and Steve, when they first launched Roosevelt's, they were on a few episodes ago of Side Hustlers. They were mailing everything out of their apartment, and then it was their wow. office, and then they went to a fulfillment center. And like you're saying, though, they would have T-shirt orders. So the second that order came in, it had to go out. It's not they weren't, you know, sending out T-shirts monthly. So it got to a point where they were like, we're literally just packing every day. That's all I'm doing. So they had to switch it up. They hired interns, and then they went to a fulfillment center. And you're right. And we hear from a lot of people in this podcast who talk about investing in yourself or putting money into someone else doing something so that your time, which is so valuable, can be spent somewhere else. And yes, I feel like you're about, you're going to get three days a month where you're like, now what do I do? It's going to be amazing. I know. I can't wait. <laughs> you're going to take a nap. That's what you need, a nap. You've exactly. got all these things going on. So how do you curate the boxes? Because there's cool stuff in here, and there's a billion little things in the world that you can put in these boxes. Where do you even start with that? Yeah. You know, and this is my favorite part about a subscription box. And this is why I love this as an industry. And by the way, I love that this interview has turned into like how to start a subscription box. I'm not being facetious. I actually love it. I love talking about this stuff. So um, I think what's great about this industry is that a lot of people want to get into like physical product based businesses. But the problem is, is like if you're creating a physical product from scratch, it takes like months, years to go through testings and beta testing and stuff like that. I think with subscription box, just like you said, you're curating those products. So what I like to do is I have a private Pinterest board and I keep a running list of things that, oh my gosh, that would be a great fit. And I, I'm going to send you things that I find. I can't wait. (laughs) I love it. Um, and I buy the majority of my items directly through wholesale account through wholesalers. And sometimes I do like in-person sourcing, like I'll go to Michael's or I'll go to even TJ Maxx or Ross and see what brands are in that section of the store. Um, and then reach out to those brands and see if they offer wholesale accounts and then work with them directly. We just recently changed up um, the boxes and we have themes now. The box you got was our first themed box. I'm like, I'm finally taking everything out. I'm going to have to make it pretty again. I love it. I love it. So, and it's great with themed boxes. You, you can really create something cohesive um, for your subscribers, which is awesome. And it helps with the curation process as well. So this is this theme. What was it? What was this theme? Gal on the go. Oh, it just says box. it right there. I'm like, I already literally read, welcome to the gal on the go box. I'm an idiot. <laughs> but I lo- the charger thing is amazing. It's a little keychain that's got um, different chargers, different like connections for whatever device you have to charge, which obviously goes perfect with gal on the go. It's, it's so cool that you're doing this. And obviously, it's a lot of work. Do you have anyone else that helps you to put this together? Is there anyone that works for you or... Friends, family, how does it happen? So I recently hired a VA who works for me part-time and she does a lot. She helps me out a lot with the online stuff. She's remote. So the customer service, um, but the physical stuff with the box, like I mentioned, I'm still doing. And I'll be honest, even when I take that off my plate, I really enjoy the sourcing part. It's probably because I'm a girl. And I mean, look at me. I love gold and pink and stuff like this. So like being able to quote unquote shop for a living, it's, it's like a dream come true. It's a selfish endeavor. I'll tell you that much. No, it's definitely cool. It it is. You're basically 
giving gifts to everyone is kind of, you know, they're paying you, but you're giving yes. gifts to everyone every month. Yes. It's, it's awesome. It's, it's so awesome, Carla. It really is. And um, it's so fulfilling. And I will say that's something I'm going to miss. So for anyone that has like a physical based business, you know what it feels like to like print out the shipping label and to put it on a box. It feels real. It feel it. And just when I put all of my boxes up every month and stack them all up, it brings me to tears. And cause I think, oh my gosh, like this is people, everyone bought these, you know, it's like a really <laughs> big fulfilling uh, feeling. So it's awesome. I am going to miss that. You can go visit the warehouse every month and just like, okay, good. It's still, it's still happening. Exactly. <laughs> Is it cool when you see people like tagging you on Instagram that they got their box or that they're so excited or that it brightened up their day? I'm sure you get those messages all the time. Yes. Yes. Because it, it comes full circle. It's, I know what it's like to be in their shoes. I know the challenges of getting up, going to a job that you don't love, feeling like, oh my gosh, is this all there is? And so to get the, the, just the really small messages saying, this gave me the exact motivation I needed, or, you know, I was having a bad day and I opened up the door and there it is. And just having their, having their messages and seeing their excitedness as they do the unboxing, um, it's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. And like I was telling you when I got it, I was so excited opening it at my desk and not really playing with anything yet because I wanted to hold on to it until this podcast was complete torture. So I'm excited now <laughs> to dive in and actually use the things in the box. And again, if you're listening and you're in the middle of this and you're like, wait, how do I get one? What do I do? She Club Monthly is where you can go. It's sheclubmonthly.com. I can't talk today. I don't know what's going on. Um, on Instagram, <laughs> it's at sheclubmonthly. And if you use promo code Carla Marie, you can get 15% off, whether you order one box or a few boxes, right? Yeah, it's so it's 15% off your first purchase. So yeah, just like you mentioned, whether you just want to get 15% off your first box and try it out, or you want to do a prepay offer of three months or 12 yeah. months, you'll get 15% off whatever that is. Um, and by the way, if you do want to come in for one month, just know there's no annoying contracts. You can cancel anytime. You can do it via your online account. I hate those annoying contracts. So I wanted to throw that out there too. I was going to say, was there, when you're building a company, is that something you have to think about? Do I want to have people, you know, reoccur every month? How does that, like, where do you make those decisions at what point to do that? Yeah. You know, I, for me, I want to build a business that, I would want to be a customer too, right? So um, as far as the subscriber model, I mean, the subscriber model is very simple and it's been around for forever, right? With magazines and gyms and stuff like that. So the recurring is just going to be built in, but having the flexibility of the online account and being able to have that at your fingertips as a customer was really crucial. It's smart. You don't want, you don't want to make anyone feel bad for canceling or for signing up to be a part of your company and what you do and then saying, you know what, actually we're going to charge you a fee for canceling. It doesn't, you're right. It doesn't make sense. You have a know, feel good so company. Annoying, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Your company's all about feeling good and, and motivating and promoting. You shouldn't do that. So I'm a fan that you do that. But on top of all of this and, and now you are coaching and consulting, there's even more. You wrote a freaking book. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yes. And this was a long time in the making. So I'm super excited about it. It's called She Creates the Way. And it's really geared for the female that is feeling like they're kind of stuck and yearning for more in their life and knowing that there has to be more than what's currently going on. And they're looking to follow that path and fulfill that desire with entrepreneurship. So I share all of the lessons I've learned in my own life 
Um, and then I also share steps and tips and, oh, there goes my mic. And <laughs> I share tips and strategies for side hustlers, um, finding more time, monetizing, stuff like that. And then I also share stories from other female entrepreneurs cool. that have paved their path as well. So she creates the way launches the end of August, right? August, 2018. Yeah, mm -hmm. And you can I, learn more about it at shecreatestheway.com. Awesome. I don't know when you're listening to this podcast. I know it could be like in three years, if that's the case, the book's out and she probably already wrote a second one at this point. Who knows <laughs> the rate you're going. I wouldn't go that far, Carla. <laughs> so is it uh, a digital book? How can people read it? Yep. It's so you can buy it on Amazon, cool. um, paperback or Kindle as well. So exciting. Are you going to put it in um, one of the monthly boxes? <laughs> Well, spoiler alert. Oh, so cool. I hope everyone's listening um, and orders in time for the August box. And I, I, I am really excited. Like the, the August box is my heart and soul. So yeah. What is the deadline to order the August box? So it's going to be the 16th. Okay. So I know obviously we're tight, tight yeah. margins. Um, but if anyone wants to order past that deadline, just shoot me an email or send me a DM on Instagram ah, and I can extend it. <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit about how I found out about Chi Club Monthly. A lot of people reach out to me directly and say, oh my God, I have a side hustle. I want to be on your podcast. But I do hear from a lot of people who say, my friend has a side hustle. She's awesome. In that case, you weren't in that situation. You weren't really either of them. So Chalk Boss was on my podcast. And then she mentioned to me, oh my God, this great woman reached out to me after I was on your podcast. She has a box for side hustlers. And I'm like, what? Why didn't she reach out to me? And I had to yell at you. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? Why wouldn't you reach out to me? You literally had a side hustle that has side hustle in the name. <laughs> I know. I got to say, I was a little intimidated. Come on. I was fangirling over here. <laughs> I was like, I can't reach out to her directly. I got to reach out to the stepping stone. <laughs> Smart. It worked. It totally worked. <laughs> and Chalk Boss loved her. She was like, this is the cutest thing ever. When she, Kate, by the way, her name is Katie. Her, it's not, she doesn't just go by Chalk Boss. I calling her by Chalk Boss. Yeah. Yeah, Katie's awesome. She's so I, cool. Oh, gosh, isn't it amazing the digital world we live in? It's yeah. It's so amazing um, that we can connect like this. And that's why I think it's, it's, it really is the best time um, because you can be surrounded by haters, people that don't understand your drive to start a business, to be an entrepreneur, to follow your dreams. But all you have to do is shut, you know, put on those blinders and go on Instagram and find your business besties and, you know, curate your life with people that understand. Well, and, you know, you and I connecting is such yeah. an example of the power of all this. It's so true. I mean, that's literally how I'm finding everyone for this podcast. But talking about haters, that is something I ask everyone a lot, literally in every episode is, was there someone in your life or a group of people that thought, okay, you can't do this. Are you crazy, Jessica? You can't go build a monthly box or you can't consult and coach people. You have to be a normal person, have a nine to five job. Did that happen to you? Oh yeah. Oh really? yeah. A hundred percent. Um, and there's always going to be those people, mm -hmm. you know, I hope she's not listening cause I love her to death, but my best friend from childhood she, she still doesn't understand. And you know what? I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like I'm okay with that. It, and you have to learn who you're going to talk to about certain things. Mm -hmm. You you're have right. to know, because it got to the point where I was, uh, I was getting like, uh, I, I was starting to feel really discouraged with her. I didn't want to talk to her. And then I thought, you know what, why am I letting this become, become between her and I, we've known each other since second grade. Um, but you know, she, people say little things like everyone hates their job or just get used to it, stuff like that. And I want to, I want to turn that around and say, why? Like right. life is short. 
Like, why wouldn't I follow this dream? And why can't I learn this on my own? So, you know, I think it's, you really have to curate the voices that you, just like curating a subscription box, you have to curate the people you keep around you. <laughs> but it's so true. The worst advice you can give someone is you just have to get used to it. Yes. Unless you're yes. talking about the water in a pool, <laughs> there's nothing else you're going to get used to if you're miserable. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. It's, you know, I had a, I had a pretty uh, scary experience about a year ago and my dad was in a motorcycle accident <gasps> and thank God he's okay. okay. But, um, he was riding his motorcycle and he was hit head on by a drunk driver going the oh, wrong way. My God. Um, and you know, I've never lost someone super close to me. Of course, my grandparents, um, God rest her soul. But to come to terms with possibly losing the main male figure in your life really brought things back to, you know, it, it brings you back down yeah. and it makes you put things in perspective that, gosh, life is so precious. And the last thing you want to do is go through this life thinking, what if, or, you know, why didn't I go for that dream? And not only that, but having, creating a business where I could actually go back home and spend time with him and have that time, um, was cool. so critical. And I was so thankful that I had actually decided to pursue that path so I could have that time to be there during his recovery. Wow. I'm well, I'm glad dad's okay. That's so yes. crazy, but yeah, you're, it's true. You do have more time to, you're your own boss. So you've got time to do things that you didn't in a nine to five. And I'm sure it's great mentally and physically. Is that something that you're like, oh, thank God I don't do a nine to five anymore because I can be me whenever I want? Yeah. And you know, it's funny because I also want to point something else out. And that is that a lot of people say, well, the corporate life is just more stable and it's more st stability. And while I do think there is some merit in that, you know, I, uh, through the crisis of 2008, my parents, who are engineers, um, had worked 20 years at the same company, and they were both laid off in the same day. Wow. And for me to go through that, seeing my parents both get laid off, it made me realize that there really is no job security nowadays like there was 10, 20 years ago. No one is so, safe. <laughs> yeah, no one is safe. So for people to use that as an excuse, like, I don't want to leave because I don't want to leave the safety for sure. I totally agree with you. And that's why you should side hustle. This is why you have this podcast is because this is why you can keep your quote unquote safety while you ride those waves of entrepreneurship. Cause there is going to be ups. There is going to be downs. Use that safety, use that paycheck as what I like to call your angel investor so that you can fund your dreams. You can get to a point where you are actually in charge of your future, putting you in the most safe, secure, secure position that you could ever be in. It's funny you bring that up about as soon as you said leaving that safety net, I literally think of Elvis's show because for me, that was my safety net. And we all call it the bubble because you're secure there. You're safe. Elvis is going to make sure you've got your job no matter what. He's going to take care of you. For me, that and granted, I still have the same. I stayed in radio. I didn't leave radio and I'm still in the same company. But making that decision to leave that safety net was the hardest thing I've ever had to do. And I don't regret it for a second. I, you know, I left and things have been crazy since moving. I've, my job has changed. My schedule has changed. But since leaving, I started this podcast and, and there's so many other great things that have happened by getting out of that, the bubble, as we all call it, and, and into the real world where it's a little scary, but you're tougher and it's challenging and it's rewarding. So think about that. Anyone listening to this podcast, what is your safety net? And should you be breaking out of it or 
busted out of that bubble, whatever it is. Think about that. And I like that you brought that up, Jessica, because not a lot of people do. And you're, you know, it makes me think. It makes everyone think who's listening. So thank you. Yes. Yes. I agree. A thousand percent. Ten out of ten would recommend. <laughs> yes. yes. I love it. Um, so in your I wanted to go back to the actual box. There's a little card that you have in there that describes um every single thing that you're getting, every item in the box with a little note on the front. Every month, this is you making this and you printing it and you putting it in there. This is all you? Yeah. So I design all of them with the help so of things cute. like Canva and PicMonkey. And then I have them printed through a printer. Um, but yeah, so we put a card in there. And I think one of the most exciting things to curate for the box, in addition to the goodies, is we put in a new digital training every month. I so saw that. that. Yeah. So a new digital training so that you're you're not just getting these fun goodies to inspire you, but you're also, I'm a, I'm a big believer that learners are earners. You have to be learning. Like if you're not growing, you're dying. So <laughs> having access to a new, a new training every month to help you with your side hustle is part of the box. So you brought up Canva, which I love. I use Canva on desktop and on app. And I always ask people, favorite app other than Instagram that they use for their side hustle. Is Canva yours or do you have other ones to share? Yeah. Well, okay. So I love Canva, but I also love PicMonkey, which is very similar, but you have a little bit of, yeah, it's the same sort of thing. You have different functionalities, but lately I've been using a lot of Google Docs. I know it sounds silly. That's not no, an app. It's but... real. I've been hearing people say that Google Docs a lot because it it's everything that you have in a corporate world where, you know, you, your company normally has these systems, but when you become a side hustler, you don't have systems anymore. And Google Docs gives that to you for free. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so yeah. And you... It's all in the cloud and you can access it from wherever. So I've been using that a lot. I typed up my entire book on like a Google doc, really? which is crazy. So yeah, but everything that um, I do when I'm typing, like I don't even use pages or Microsoft docs, stuff like that. So yeah. Google docs. Awesome. But, and so anyone who is like, what the hell are they talking about? Canva and PicBunky. Canva is for me, I'll use it a lot if I need to make like a random graphic or infographic about our show or podcast, whatever it is. And it gives you this layout and you could play around with it, which is super helpful. And if you have, and I may have mentioned it in here, if you have an Adobe account, Spark Post is another one that's awesome. So if you, I don't know, if Jessica, if you have an Adobe account, check out Spark Post. It's the same idea, but it's an Adobe app and it's amazing. It's the same idea as Canva, but like you're saying, I got to check out PicMonkey, probably similar to, you do have a little more leeway to what you're doing. So I'm going to go home and play and make random things. I'm excited. Me too. I love that suggestion. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> I, I'm glad you're here to make me think of things to talk about. I appreciate it. <laughs> Um, is there anything else that you can give? Cause obviously you've got your book coming out. She creates the way you've got the box that people can buy and motivate them every month as side hustlers. Is there one thing you as someone who has failed and come back and kicked ass can give as a piece of advice to someone? What is that? Yeah, I think my biggest piece of advice, well, actually, can I give two? I'm breaking You're allowed. Here. You're allowed. Okay. <laughs> so my biggest piece of advice would be number one, if when you're side hustling, you have to find the time. Like that's number one above everything else. You have to find the time. So for me, when I was side hustling, I didn't want to be that person that came home from work and worked on my side hustle. Like I didn't want the nighttime side hustle because that's my relaxed time. Give me my glass of wine. Let me put on Real Housewives. <laughs> I got to decompress. So um, 
the number one thing is find the time. So what I did is I started adopting a morning routine and I hate mornings, Carla. So I'm throwing <laughs> this out there because if anyone else hates mornings, if you reposition the way you look at mornings and think I'm going to look at mornings as my time, as me time, where that's devoted to something that I love, I changed my mindset yep. around it and it completely changed my life. So that's number one is find the time. I have this thing that I, I use called time pocket formula where you find your pockets of time and um, you can find it on my website. I have a blog post about it, cool. but it's all about finding those pockets. For me, it was morning and during my lunch break. So those were really crucial for me in my side hustle. That's the first one. Number two, it's just go for something like this is not a super strategic tip, but you have to go for it. Like you have to go for it. And I don't mean you have to walk into your boss's office right now and put your two weeks notice in, but <laughs> don't do that. To try something, whatever you want to do, you, if you have an inkling within yourself that you want to maybe do something, it's your duty to see that through. Like you're, you have to look at it. Like you're doing a disservice to the world. If you're not following this and seeing this through and you are being selfish if you have this passion and this talent within you that you're keeping to yourself. So looking at it like that, realizing that you were put on this earth for a reason and there's so much more out there for you, you have to follow that inkling. So Jessica, with the tough love today, I love it. <laughs> Lighting a fire under everybody's butts. We needed that, I think. So thank you. A little Monday motivation. This, if your list launches on a Monday, I know when you're listening to it, could be Friday. So you got the weekend to think about what you want to do but that's amazing is that the kind of stuff we can find in your book yes okay oh, definitely. good mm -hmm. yeah so she creates the way out uh august 2018 the end of the month but if you order she club monthly this month you will get the book um in your in your box which is so exciting and make sure you share it on instagram when you get your box uh remember code carla marie gets you 15 percent off you can follow jessica on instagram at she club monthly to keep up with everything she's got going on i'm so excited i can't wait to see the million more things you do and follow along your journey so thank you so much for being on the podcast i appreciate it thank you so much it's been so amazing chatting with you and i can't wait to uh, I can't wait to see the, the next steps and I can't wait to see all of the amazing gals sharing their boxes. Yeah, I'm pumped. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side -side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.